Good morning. Welcome to episode, I think it's episode 28 of Horizon Scan. Exciting. Good to go. Bit late with the week this week because me and you both had various things to do this week. So we have to do it on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday. Uh, I think I've been kind of disconnected. So Hugh has the gen. <laughs> Not got that far. Not that yeah. far. Well, let's, um, do, let's do the Trump thing because that's fucking mental. Yeah, Trump, it's fucking crackers. Googling, no, it's fucking crackers. Googling it now for the gen. Trump, Colorado, isn't it? Yes, Colorado. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, let, should we look at the BBC first? Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've gone out of focus. Hello. Come back in focus. Okay. Colorado Supreme Court kicks Trump off ballot, citing insurrection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is okay, it insurrection? So... Is it support for insurrection, or is it that he's been indicted? Well, I will explain. Uh, okay. what the, I will explain what the article says. Let's, let's see. Colorado Supreme Court has ruled that Donald Trump cannot run for president next year in the state, citing a constitutional insurrection clause. Love it. Love a good clause. The court yeah. ruled four to three that Mr. Trump was not an eligible candidate because he had engaged in an insurrection over the U.S. Capitol riot nearly three years ago. It doesn't stop him running other states, and his campaign says it will appeal to the US Supreme Court. The decision, they said, was completely flawed. Okay, so the ruling only mentions the state's primary election on the 5th of March, nice. when Republican voters will choose their preferred candidate for president. But it could affect the general election in Colorado next November, obviously. Yeah. It is the first ever use of Section 3 of the US Constitution's 14th Amendment to disqualify a presidential candidate. The measure was ratified after the American Civil War to block secessionists from returning to previous government roles once, done, once Southern states rejoined the Union. Grasping slightly. Fuck this. It, well, I mean, it's fucking wild, isn't it? it yeah. The thing is with this, I, I think I... I I did that message you last night saying what inspired them to, to think this was a good decision as in those four people who voted for this because there was four there was obviously seven people who voted four, four, four for it and three against right the thing is it's like I, I'm trying to think think of the world you'd have to exist in where you think this is the correct decision but not because you're being bribed by someone or paid off by someone or some things right and the only way you could think it was the right decision is if you mistakenly believe that one Trump has no one behind him. I there is no form of popularity behind him whatsoever. Like no one wants him. I mean, they are the only people who really want him in, want him to be president. A really small amount who are really vocal, right? And two is that you sincerely believe that he is the worst thing. He will be the worst thing for America ever. Right? They're the only two scenarios. And this, the second scenario is quite subjective. Right? You can think that. People do think that. It happens in the UK. You think the opposition, the leader of the opposition, oh my God, it'll be catastrophic if they go into power. Like, and we know like for the majority of the case, that isn't the case. They're just, they're just different and maybe slightly worse or whatever. But on the, on the popularity front, there's a reason. There's a reason Trump became president. And it isn't. And it isn't because... Russian influence and fucking ballot fixing or anything like that. They influence things, right? But the main re you are not going to be able to become president 
or even Prime Minister, solely on vote fixing in our countries as they exist now. It's not possible. You need a shitload of people to actually be casting legitimate votes for you to be even be the sniff to bring you within reach of shenanigans to get you over the line, if that's what happened. Right? If that's what happened. So what inspired them? What inspired them to think those four people to think are they judges? Was it judges that did it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like local local judges. But I think justices, yeah, yeah. I think it's just trying to throw something out there and see if it sticks. To see what I mean, the reaction is. If you're not a fucking idiot, the reaction is obviously going to be what it is, which is what are you doing? That's mental. But like, you know the way they do. They throw policies out there. Like this has to be on the the sort of the 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 table of plans. So, okay, well, maybe other states could do this. If, if Colorado, if this goes well in Colorado, then maybe other states could do this. Let's see how the public, you know. I, I think it's more likely. Otherwise, it's not even on the table, is it? I, I think it's more likely. It, I, I think it's more likely it's just to give a talking point and a, and a bit of ammunition to um, to Democrats, right? So it's kind, say, of, it's kind of the same thing as well, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean. Oh yeah, all right. I mean, I'd, well, I'd be I interested know. to see. I mean, we must we must have some. US I mean, debates. I mean, debates and discussions and, and things on TV and chat shows. Well, oh, that's what I'm saying. Know, oh, Trump's about yeah, but you, you just have to look at the evidence. Colorado said he couldn't run for president, and they're all yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm saying. So oh, I think I'd be interested to see the sort of whether. Him being indicted, his court case that's ongoing, whether that has dropped slightly down the the news order for some reason, but they've had like a lack of engagement with it. I know they keep trying, but like maybe there's been a lack of engagement with it, and it's like, oh shit, this isn't working, this isn't damaging him because I think that's the case, and this is just something to go, right, let's bump it back up, let's bump it, it back up. Well, exactly, it, it, that, the, yeah. the court case is conspicuous in its absence. So either the, either it's dropped off people's interest polls, which I don't yeah. believe to be the case, right? Uh-huh. It's more likely that it is not going well for the prosecution. And yeah. so they don't want to give it airtime. Now, I've got no idea actually what's going on with it. I'll have a quick Google. Like, I think that's more than likely. They don't want to give it airtime because it, it'll become obvious that it may become, I don't know what the situation is, but it may become obvious if it's the case that actually they've got no case. It's all falling through. Now I don't. I don't know if the case. I'm speculating. I think with that case in general, there was just. A, I don't think they ever thought they could actually get him, like you know, not be able to run. I just think they they were hoping that the American public wouldn't accept someone who was like going and who might go to prison to be on the ballot and to be president. And the American public have gone. Now we want this guy. No, I think they're trying to get him jailed, mate. I, I think they're trying to get him jailed because I, I don't think they want to run the risk of that again. They don't want to run the risk of, oh, well, we think we know what the public uh, are going to vote for. That's what they did with Hillary and, when Hillary was running. They completely misjudged it. You know, I don't. I think they were trying. I think they are trying to jail him because mm. they, they they've only got. You've got to think about the kind of people these people are, right? You know, the Bidens, the Hillarys, that they've only got two options. Like it, they they they've only got two options to. They may be thinking they've only got two options. That is jail him, right? Or suicide him. 
There's literally, literally the two options. And they're trying to jail him. <laughs> you know, and it, I don't think they're going to suicide him because it's going to be fucking obvious. It's fucking, it's mad. It's mad. I don't, I, I, what, do you, yeah. what do you think about the suicide? Uh, I think, I don't know. Because I, I'm, I kind of don't. The sort of people we appear to be dealing with, because obviously no, no one thought anything could get as crackers as it's got. You know, if three, four years ago, five years ago, if you said this was like people are openly talking about civil war, about secession from unions, about this, about that, about fucking uh, U.S. presidents being basically the fucking Hitler, you know what I mean? You would, you'd be like, what? Shut up. You're talking shit, but now I, you, you kind of think like they wouldn't mind a civil war because if there was a, some form of, you know, when I say civil war, I don't mean like some something that effectively turns into that widespread fucking fighting between people who believe different things uh, to the, you know, I don't I just I I haven't seen in the US a political party so desperate to remain in power because that's what it, that's what it looks like. It looks like the current administration just fucking need to stay in power. They're not interested in the other side coming in. Like the fairness that is supposed to exist in like democracies and elections and all that stuff. They just don't seem particularly interested in that. Yeah, I yeah, I I think well, I think all parties who are in power want like are desperate to stay in. But the point you're the, making, I think, is that they they play they generally try to play within the rules. They bend yeah. some of the rules sometimes, you know. But generally, they don't. They're not as nefarious as and uh, there's an acceptance as, that unhanded as they are now. Yeah, if you lose an election, there's an acceptance that you fucked up, and shit, we need to get a better candidate this time. And shit, you know, the the, the policies that we were pushing, that they weren't popular with the public. There's like, there's a, a fair play. You know, it, this shit is ruthless. Obviously, they do. You know, people have killed people in the past. Um, but there's a there's a weird like acceptance of, of fair play with it, and that doesn't seem to be there now. It just seems to be. Fucking, and it, we've got we we have a moral right to do anything we can to stay yeah. in power, and that's real fucking sketchy. Do you think? Do you think the UK could get to that stage? Because we're not obviously we're not there at the, at the moment. We're not. We're nowhere near that. We, we don't, I, don't, nah. I, I don't think we're moving towards. It. I thought. I think there was maybe a danger of moving towards that situation two years ago at the, at the height of. Um, uh, the woke ideology, um, and uh, and the height of BLM, I thought there's maybe a, a danger there, uh, but I don't see it now. I think we're we're okay at the minute. I think it's different here. I think it's not the same. Like we 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 haven't had a civil war in as recent a memory as the US. I know the the civil war that we had. It was just so fucking long ago that most people don't... I guarantee there's people who don't really know that we did. Um, mm. But it's not in our culture in quite the same way as it is in the US. 
So that sort of civil war stuff, I don't think so. I think there's a different way of doing it here. We've got this, instead of this, what the US have, where they have this like fiery each side going at each other. We don't really have that. We have this like bland managerial bullshit where the the parties just melt into one. They become so close to each other that it actually doesn't matter who you vote for, particularly. It's a, I mean, if you think about it, that's actually quite a fucking lame British way of doing things. It's just, nah, you just melt into the same thing and you get apathy and people don't care. And obviously, because we, you know, we don't have an, an armed uh, citizenry, it's not quite the same thing. You know, in the US, it's a big place. There's lots of fucking mad people there, and they've got guns. You know, and they they have it as part of their constitution that you are allowed to defend yourself against the government. We don't really have that here. It's not the same thing. In the US, it's a, a load of people who just happen to have a government, and they are allowed to fight that government if they think that the government is infringing on their rights. It's a different fucking country. I was talking a bit to my missus about this the other day because she she cares so much more about US politics than like UK politics and she she talks about the US like it's just a, a different version of the UK somewhere else. Um, and I think we obviously we are English speaking, very similar. They come from us in some ways. It's like, you can understand why it does just feel like a different version of the UK, but there's so much stuff in the, the way their country works. It's very different than here. Yeah, it's very different. I, I think the, It's very the, different. The only similarity is that they, they speak our language. Hmm? That's like it. And I was trying to explain to her that we don't really have free speech here in the same way they do in the US. Like free speech is, is like written into their constitution. We don't have that in the same way here. Like we have like a, our free speech is kind of based on, well, yeah, you're allowed to have free speech as like a politeness thing. I don't think it's in like the core of our country legally in the same way that it is in the US. And mm. people, people just assume it is and it's not. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't... I don't feel like it would come here. We'll just get loads of fucking riots and stuff. I think the thing that will make people riot here is it's more the immigration thing that will make people riot here rather than rather than a party political thing. Like, I can't see... Could, can you actually see Conservative voters and Labour voters fighting each other in the streets? Because I can't. No, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe, maybe in the future. I mean, because what I don't like at the moment is... <clears throat> They, they will. They, there is, they are doing it. This, they're othering people. This is like a slow burn of. It's now becoming. It's becoming okay to. Other and it definitely seems to be against Tories, to other Tories, um, and because you don't see the same thing against like, uh, Labour. Um, it's definitely becoming okay to other Tories, and and you may not agree with what you see, but you accept it. Like there's a there's a video knocking about recently in the last forty eight hours. I mean, someone is someone doing a video in Chichester, and it, mm -hmm. and they're asking questions like, "What's the most Tory thing about Chichester?" And they're asking 
all kinds of people, young and old. And 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 the way that like the young people obviously, the way they responded is quite you think, fucking hell man. You think Nan's probably a, your Nan's probably conservative and the way you're speaking like that, it's just it's just quite it's like quite offensive the way they're speaking. When I say offensive, I mean they're not speaking nicely about people who just have a different political opinion to them. Not that these young people have any fucking form of 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 uh, cohesive not cohesive of uh, you know any any form of decently formed opinion in politics they haven't been around long enough and they're not thinking straight enough about it all they think is gammon bad labor good <laughs> you know i think the other end is happening and i don't like that when i when i grew up i i don't know about where you grew up i don't know if it's just about where i grew up or who my parents are as in the kind of people they are it it was I was always told it's rude. You don't ask people who they vote for. You don't ask people who they support. It was rude to do so because it's a private thing. So, you know, I knew my parents were conservative. Just cause, oh, my dad was. Anyway, I don't know. I never knew my mother voted. I assumed it was conservative. I knew my dad was conservative because that's what he, he told me. Or he, he voted conservative maybe a couple of times. I don't know if he always did that. I don't know if he did that throughout his life. He's not someone who's hardline Tory or hardline there, but he's just, but I know that's what he did when he was a kid. You wouldn't ask. These days, like fucking hell, man. You, you definitely, you, you, it's definitely okay to shout someone down in the street if they are visibly a party that you don't like and you are the kind of person who thinks that's okay behaviour to do that. That's definitely okay. And that's not the same as it was back in the day. You get to get the back in the day with protests and ballots and not ballots, protests and pickets and all that. It's not the same thing. You know, it's, uh, it happens more frequently now and in smaller pockets. You know, the when it, it doesn't need to happen, and the people who are shouting the abuse know no better. They just shout the abuse because they think that's what you're supposed to do because they're bad. The other people are bad. Yeah. The people who don't think like I think they're bad. That's probably true. I think the the disconnection between the young and the old's always been a thing, though, hasn't it? Like, like young people, because it, it young people tend to have a tend to unless they're actually into politics. They have tend to have a quite a, a simplistic view of it. It's basically like. It's like poor. It's class war in a way. It's like poor versus rich, nice versus mean. So, making sure people have a safety net and get looked after, and have all their rights, workers' rights, and all that stuff. All that stuff sounds great when you're young and you don't understand how that stuff happens. I'm saying, I'm not saying that's all bad. I'm saying you you associate yourself more with left wing stuff when you're young, because, like you say, you, you have, haven't really been in the real world yet. You don't. You haven't seen how the, the the impact of those things on everybody else around you. And as you get older, you tend to go more right-leaning because the world's got you and you've, you've been fucking rinsed. Um, but yeah, you, t- you do tend to have that thing. Like, my missus still has that. You know, my missus, well, if, well, my missus will talk about Tories like they're fucking scumbags. And obviously, there's scumbags everywhere. I'm not saying that all Tories are fucking mega. Uh, I've, I've only, it's only in the past probably 18 months that I've been able to try and steer her out of the party political thing and show what a fucking uh, a, a joke the party political thing is currently. But yeah, she certainly, for the majority of the time we've been together, she is very left, um, hates the fact that I lean slightly more right than centre. Yeah, she would say things like, yeah, she would other Tories and whatever. And it's not the other wing is not good on either side, but yeah. 
you can't have a situation where it is publicly okay to just disavow somebody and just you know the 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 long tail of it is bringing somebody out of public life. Can you hear that? No. Right, somebody's ringing me. I thought I was your only friend. Nah, that's it's the dentist telling me you've got a fucking dentist appointment. Anyway, <laughs> interesting interlude for everybody. We, in, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you guys' yeah. dental updates. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, so um, I think you're right that it's it, just on everywhere. It's the, the tribal thing. Eat. It's more acceptable to other people who think differently than you. And maybe it is the case that we're just, as usual, five, ten years behind the US. I hope not. I mean, the, the reason it's more acceptable these days is because, it, I think, is just because it gets more attention. It's like it's an attention thing. So because it's more, it's more acceptable because there's more of it, right, especially online. You know, you get fucking attention for it. You, know, you have to be, you have to be so narrow-minded, right? And and so incapable or unwilling to think a little bit deeper than fucking one, one millimeter below reality, not reality, below your, yeah, your, your, your existing reality and sort of plane of thought in terms of consciousness and what you need to do, you yeah. know? exist think more about than just breathing and out left right left foot forward right foot forward that person doesn't like me right you have to be so narrow-minded to think that all tories all people who no no not tories i fucking hate that i hate that as well all people who vote who vote who vote conservative regularly they are all middle class upper middle class white collar wearing um, uh, pub, you know, public school boy, fucking private school boy, you know, that that class. That's all the case because it's not the case. It, that would be the same as me thinking all people who like Keir Starmer or or vote Labour or think, um, what's her name? Because the Labour politician always gets the numbers wrong. Diana Abbott. <laughs> They are my favourite comedian, uh, or people who follow her, you know, not and 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 like what she said that that they that the all that means that all of Labour they're all LGBTQ flag waving people who would like for uh, fossil fuels to be eliminated right now, and everyone will eat cabbage for the rest of their lives. And I don't think that, I don't think that. But there are conservatives who do think that. There are people who are right that do think the left are wild and mad and not. The reality is there is a mirror image of me on the Labour side. Who is someone who's just slightly left? Like, I, I would say I'm, I would say I'm just slightly right. Although when we did those political spectrum things, I was more left than what I thought. Right? Yeah. But there's someone who's just slightly left of me. They're just slightly left of me enough that they vote Labour. But they vote Labour. Maybe they voted Labour all their life. No, I haven't voted Conservative all my life. I've never voted. <laughs> I voted once on something, and I won't say that. Well, I think it was Brexit. Was it Brexit? Maybe Brexit. Anyway, that's that's the reality, and uh, and it's the it's the people who who think it's the people who are, will will shout something down in the street or do these videos of you know yeah you because know, because that example of the video in Chichester, 
Yeah, mm -hmm. what, what's the most toy thing about Chichester? I think it was Chichester. What's the most toy thing about Chichester? The equivalent of that for the right is the ones who go to the, who's that guy who goes to the rally for the, uh, taking the, it's the one that's taking the, the refugees. And he goes there and he's saying, oh, you're taking a refugee, would you? Would you take one in? And he's like, embarrassing them. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of yeah. the same thing, right? Yeah. Although it's a little bit more of an intelligent argument, but it's kind of the same thing. You go in there, you're fucking mocking them. At the place where they're with their group and they're doing nothing, you know. So um, yeah. I don't know. What point yeah. I'm making, you know? There's well, it's this this healthy mocking, isn't it? Like that's okay. You can ridicule things as a bullshit, but it's that that's very different than like attacking people personally because of their beliefs. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's different. You can go fucking hell. I can't believe people think this is fucking stupid. But if you go to that person and go, well, you shouldn't fucking listen to this this person. It's the whole free free speech thing, isn't it? I, you know, I don't would, agree I'd, with you. I tell you what would help with with all this political situation and the um and the, and, and the behaviour and stuff as well. I think and the, I think is that you know we talk about we talked about in the past about politicians being accountable for their actions and being held accountable for it. Do you know I mm. think that? Do you know I think that kind of starts right? Or one of the places that could start is if we get into this situation where. In their interviews and in their um, talks in Parliament, House of Commons or whatever, and in the, on BBC Question Time and all of this stuff, right? I think it starts where the presenter or the audience, they no longer stand for not answering the question. If you ask the question, right? And there are some presenters who will do it, but they are, they'll ask a question of the politician. The politician doesn't answer. They're doing the politician answer. They're dancing around it. They are not answering the question. Even like even down to the main things like, okay, so you said you're going to cut X, Y, Z tax to do to do the, or you're going to reduce spending, or you're going to improve people's lives by X amount of percent in this aspect. How? How how can you do that if this is the case? And they present it, and the politicians won't. They won't answer it. Or any minister, they won't. They won't answer. They'll dance around it. I think if we can get to a situation where that is not an acceptable tactic, not an acceptable approach by those being interviewed in the public, in public on a, on a on TV, on the radio, whatever. I think we start there. It forces it forces the politicians, forces decision makers, policy makers to have to think about what they're doing. Because it means they, it would like that uncomfortable interaction at the start would lead to, as in, it would be uncomfortable like the first six months since everyone wasn't allowed, they would then have to start doing things where they know they can evidence that it is the correct thing to do because they can no longer dance around people poking holes in their plan, either in the House of Commons or even in the House of Lords or, or fucking on a, in a public forum. I only really think if we can do that, it makes them accountable because we're, we're letting them not be accountable. It's like one thing they're doing themselves, but also we aren't holding them accountable. We're letting them get away with it. Yeah, a lot of that's down to the media, though, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, the yeah. format of the media. So the media now, it is, whether you like it or not, it is kind of acceptable for the media. You see more in the US coming here still um, for the media to have a side. So you go on this program, um, and it, it isn't just about truth and facts. It's about, you know, a attacking the opposition in some ways. Um and it and the the format you know you you probably got a thirty minute a thirty second minute to a minute maybe three minutes whatever section to so the way it works is 
the journalist, if you could want to call them that, the presenter who's doing the news, is basically just after. They know what they're going. They say, okay, so X has happened in the news. Right, you've got to go after them about X. And I don't mean Twitter X. I mean, as in like random subject X. You've got to go after them about that. And they will push that thing trying to get their gotcha, trying to get the fucking, to, to make him look stupid, trying to get something that will go viral in order to bump up their fucking ratings or whatever. It isn't about, get, okay, here you go, here's three minutes, just explain this to me. And I'm just going to stop you. Every time I, I don't understand something, I'm going to stop you and you see the evidence what you're saying. There isn't the time to do that in the in the format of these programs. And maybe that's a deliberate thing. No, maybe it's not. Who knows? Um, so yeah, like you say, the politicians are able to dance around it because they know they've just got thirty seconds to a minute to survive, and they can say shit, and they can, they know it's well, shit. Can't. Like yeah, I, because I, the presenter doesn't actually know the facts themselves. Well, and people They'll have accept, some bullet points, and, and people accept it because they don't see these things getting drilled into and discussed. They just accept it. Like I give you a perfect example. We, you and I, have got different different opinion, opinions on Mercer, but it doesn't mean I'm not open to criticizing him, right? Uh -huh. So he came out with a thing. That um, he vows to end veteran homelessness by the end of the year. Yeah. So that you might said, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Not possible. Sorry, not not possible. Like so, and it, uh, so you know, I, I want to go and say, I want someone to say, right, what do you mean? Because you can't. That's impossible, right? So what do you mean? Is there a level you want to get to? Is it like reduce it by thirty percent, sixty percent? And if that's the case, then. What's the figure you're working on now? How many people do you think are homeless now? Veterans are homeless now. And when you getting that, where are you getting that figure from? Because if the if the information going into your plan is fault is faulty is flawed, then your plan's flawed, and you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. So I'm not against reducing veteran homelessness, which you could do if the problem is there in the first place. Because veteran homelessness exists, and we don't want to get into constituents. It exists, but I think it exists because it's a wider homelessness problem and veterans are part of that they're a segment in the same way yeah. there are women that are homeless there are veterans that are homeless there are people who used to work in i was gonna say walmart then there are people who used to work <laughs> in fucking people who used to work in tesco's that are homeless it's that yeah. that thing that's a specific veterans problem but the point yeah. i'm making is you can say this thing people are like yeah or people are like no he's talking shit there's no there's nothing behind it where's the plan where's the deal how is it formed and we should ask these things. I'm just using that as an example because one I can think yeah. where it's like fucking, it's just bullshit. What are you talking about? It's not possible. Politicians saying a thing that they want to do or going to do, not possible. And guaranteed he will say at some point, did it. We did it. Did you? I'll go out and find a fucking vet homeless veteran in a minute. Oh, yeah. well, what I meant was reduce it by 30%. Okay, well, we fucking never said that at the start. This is, this is, an, ex is an example. This yeah. is, they all do it. They talk shit. They absolutely talk shit and they get away with it. Yeah. But the media it's, like, it's almost like um, it's almost like sorry, it's almost like rounding up the objective. Yeah, want, yeah, to, re yeah. want to reduce veteran homelessness. Okay, it's round worker. Round it up. Eliminate. Sounds better. Yeah, eliminate it. Because because yeah. if they say I want to reduce veteran homelessness, you get the morons who are like, well, you should want to get rid of it completely. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I, that's this that kind of comes back to the whole thing that happened during the the time, obviously. Back to sucking DC off, but the period where his him, he and his team were in uh, number ten, they just stopped the politicians stopped playing that game. Now it's, it's slightly different. So we're saying that politicians should be able to explain what they're doing. That's the ideal scenario. But for the media side of it, 
the media circus around sound bites and getting on there and getting your fucking 30 seconds in and just get that waking up in the morning and seeing what's on the front page and playing that game. They stopped that during that period. They just went, right, get everybody in house. We'll just fucking build and the media can fuck off. And obviously they got attacked because of that. So you've either you either enforce the fact that politicians have got to go on things like podcasts where they've literally got an hour to talk about it with with a fucking SME who understands those things. <laughs> or you just fuck it off completely and stop playing the media's game about it and just and be judged on your your actions. Mm. But I don't think there's a an incentive on either side to change it because we know that the game from fucking reading DC's blog, we know the way the politicians think about it. They don't, they, 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 the actual guy in the seat, guy, girl, whatever, in the seat, doesn't probably know what they're talking about. Mm. They're just trying to get through the day. And they, they might have plans, but then those plans get halted by dramas within the civil service trying to stop them doing things. And the media don't want to change it because they need their sound bites. Like the, both sides of the argument actually quite like the status quo as it is. Politicians know they just have to go on there and survive for fucking a minute. And the media know that they win if they get their soundbites. So I can't see I can't see it changing. It is only we have have we really seen it in the UK, or is it just the US where you know politicians are, are starting to go on long form podcasts? Obviously, Rogan's had a couple on. No, we see, we see, we see. It happens here, mate, with decent politicians. But we, you and I, only think it's happening mainly over there because. But where do they the go? Big names. Which podcast? Well, Rory, Rory Stewart. Well, we don't have this. We don't have a Rogan over here, do we? We don't have. It's the, it, this is the thing. They, the, over here, we've got like the stalwarts of if stalwarts the right word of certain categories of podcast. Yeah. You know, um, but we've also got a bunch of like. We got we got a bunch of big known, just entertainment chat show kind yeah, of like yeah. you know, yeah yeah current event podcast. There's a few of those that are like a massive, aren't there? You know, I mean, can you Russell Brand? But he's not he's not UK based. It's no. hard, isn't it? We don't. Well, the point of point of evidence, isn't it? It's difficult. We don't have the same thing. Over, it's difficult to see where they go. We don't have the same thing over here as we have over there. Now, Johnny Ball does campaign force doesn't he uh the, the the campaign force podcast johnny ball interviews politicians all the time now but he does it so he has access to politicians and he's he's politically agnostic i think right so uh, if there's anyone who probably could have the opportunity to do that it would be him access to politicians he's already got a back catalog of politicians on his podcast but he interviews so people aren't aware he, his podcast is he basically wants to encourage ex-military, and people like ex-military. Probably he would. He'd probably stretch to blue light services as well. I'm saying he would stretch because he doesn't. He's focusing yeah. on veterans, but you know, it's the same kind of values and standards of people he's after to encourage them into politics. So he's trying to make politics more information to ex-military for politics, so encourage them to get into yeah. it to have better people in politics, basically. Um, so that's the kind of thing he does. He, in, he interviews ex-military politicians predominantly um but to answer your question no i don't know i don't know where they go rory stewart definitely does long form podcasts uh you know merce has done a couple with me uh you've got um dan 
Dan Jarvis has done a lot for with me. Uh, but these are people I, again. It's the character. It's maybe it's not about the op the place to go. There's no like Rogan to go to to do it. But it's about it's it's more of a, a lack of fucking willing and character from the politicians. Thing is, I, I, on those podcasts though, like I don't mind a bit of personal stuff. Like I don't want you to go on there and tell me about what a good dude you are. That's not what I want. I want you to go on there. And say, right, this I am trying to fix that. My like pet my sort of pet issue is this. Like Johnny Mercer's would be the, the veteran thing. It's like this is the current state of affairs. And just run through the boring aspect of this is the current state of affairs. Are you thinking it works like this? No, it doesn't. Well, actually, when you're trying to take someone off the street, you have to do this, they need this paperwork, they need this. Go through that so the person the, the people on who are listening actually understand the fucking nightmare of your job. Yeah. It's like you know, there's lots of things that we used to do at work that sound very simple, but they're not. There's a big process behind them. Like, explain that. It's actually, it's not as easy as you think. And these are the things that are in the way. Like, not in a, oh, check me out, aren't I fucking working really hard? I'm doing well. They're not blowing your own trumpet. Just explain how it actually works. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see you politicianing it and just trying to <clears throat> make me like you. I don't, I don't want to like my politicians. I don't want to like them not interested in whether I like you or not. I want to see you being effective. If you if you could be a robot and you just did something effective, I'd be quite happy with that. You know, within reason. Mm. Yeah, don't be don't be an actual fucking robot. I'm not saying I want somebody I fucking hate. No, I know that. But I mean but I I the the I do not want style over substance. I want you to actually be able to do things. I'll take trust over that. My first thing is, do I trust them? Then the next thing is, can they get shit done? But it's hard. The, the second one's harder to work out than the first. Well, no, they're equal. I don't I, think you can my, trust my, any my, politician. I don't well, think you that, can. I don't. But it, it, that shouldn't be the case. No, I don't think it's right. I don't think you can truly trust any human. You, you, you know, there's a, there is a, you live a, a level fucking, of trust. You live a horrible life in that little horrible little mind of yours. No, I don't mean sad, like that. I don't, sad, I don't sad, mean like your sad little no. perception of the world and the no, people no, in it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, there's a scale, isn't there? There is a line at which everyone will become untrustworthy. There is a line, so you don't know what pressures are on people. So you could be the best person in the world, and then a pressure that is on them flips the balance, and the re they they are no longer trustworthy to you because they have to act in a way that is uh, in their own interest or in the interest of someone who they care about more than you. That's human nature. That's normal. That's fine. Yeah. So it's all a scale. I've been like, on both sides of that coin. I've been on both sides of that coin, like catastrophically in the past. Yeah. So if you're yeah. human and, being. And I, and I don't know which side is worse to be on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's why I, if I'm looking at a politician, I, I know they're lying to me. I know they are. So it's, it's like the, the it doesn't have matters. to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way, guys. We don't have to have politics like that. It's just the way politics is now. Right? It doesn't have to be like that. Well, I don't know how you think it's going to change because it's always going to have human beings in it, and human beings are like that. I know, but it doesn't have to be this bad then. Okay, yeah, okay. It could be better, but like, look at let's look at Michael Gove. Right, 
Michael Gove is one of the, the, whether you like him or not, he's one of the canniest players in the game. Been around a long time. Keeps ending up back in uh, cabinets or in positions of power. Would not trust him as far as I could throw him. He is a politician. He is a, a squirmy little fucking... And he's an ex-journalist as well. And that's another dirty game. However, if I wanted to get something done, this needs to happen, I would send him. Because he's effective. He can make things happen. So... I, I prefer a, a, a parliament full of goves who I know are scum but are getting things done provided I'm the one holding the fucking chains or I've got somebody who can hold his chains because he's got skeletons as well so you just you, you keep holding fucking gove skeletons while he fucking terminates everyone in front of him until the, the thing that needs to happen happens and then you put him back in storage until there's the next, the next thing that needs to happen. You need to, after this podcast, you need the, the cover for this podcast. I know you like a bit of AI. Needs to be. You need to feed that prompt into into um, whatever it is you're using, whatever AI generator you're using. I've right. stopped using the AI. Con, the AI. Uh, right. Gove, Gove dogs, Gove dogs on leashes with guys yeah. at the helm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I mean, it's, it's a recognition of reality. The recognition of reality is that these these the people who end up in these in these positions are flawed human beings, some of them incredibly flawed. And it's just, politics is a balance of knowing what people's um, weaknesses and strengths are and using them. That's, that's politics. It's not a clean hands thing. It's a horrible fucking thing. I'm sure if you talk to Johnny Mercy, he'll tell you exactly the same thing. It's a fucking awful environment. And you are suited for it or you're not. And pretending that it's all going to be fucking love and hugs and we can do things better. Oh, yeah, fine. It's like I've said previously, I don't care if they're all scum. I don't care if it's all going fucking wrong. I don't even really care if they're milking the system slightly. As long as the things that need to happen to make everybody else's life better are happening. If the fucking needle's going up, the fucking chart goes up, I'm happy with that. The problem is now where the chart is fucking about to go into a flat spin and they're all shit. They've got their nose in the trough, they're doing all that stuff, all the stuff we hate about politicians, they're doing it all and it's all getting worse. That's when I have a problem with it. So, yeah, politics ranty rant. But, uh, That's unusual for us. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, what is this podcast when it comes down to it? You don't like a lot of podcasts, do you? You like a one-hit show. But what is this? It's basically just two fucking mongoloids off the streets talking about things that are happening. that We don't pretend to know anything. Like, Grozy, I know you don't, if you're listening, <laughs> we've got a guy, guy that me and Hugh both know, three-para fat bloke, uh, dead useless. Um <laughs> I never said fat bloke. That, that will hurt him. That will hurt Good. him. And he will Good. not agree. I don't agree with that sentiment. However, I am laughing at it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he, uh, he, he has gets... been a skinny fat bloke in the past. No, no. I, hey, look, he's, you know, he's, he's a, I, I've seen him be fit in t- at times. 
<laughs> anyway, there's a guy we we know, and he has a. Hugh actually soldiered with him. I was in depot with him. I was in training with him. Hugh actually did some proper soldiering with him. So I've, my my memories of him are in depot, so maybe they're not quite so good. But he, he was also the person who uh, was in charge. This of is my, shocking. This you are. What? This is being nasty. You, very nasty. Groves is very fit and accomplished and has had a, 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 a long, productive career. Well, the thing is, I'm only saying this because it's... it's so uh, is this, it's your memory, this is your memory from Depot? No, no, so I, know, I knew him from Depot. Glad I you didn't also, go to Depot uh, with me and then summarise my career. Well, then I'm about to fucking balance the books here. So you when I rejoined... It, you fucked it, no, 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 no. He's not listening. He's throwing his laughter. No, he is because he's going... Because I'm about to tell you what he's he's shouting at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so when I rejoined, so I did five years of two power, got out for six years, went and did my fucking mad stuff, and then came back in in 2008. When I came back in 2008, Groves was in the depot, and he was in charge of Browning, I think. Like Browning, in charge of Browning or Falklands. So basically, where all the all the the broken people go to get re re like brought back into the system and whatever. So when you rejoin, you go there and you do a bit of retraining, do some weapon and tests, you do some fitness tests. Now he will remember me again from there. He's like, oh yeah, I remember you from Depot uh, High Five. Now I what? I was a fat civvy who had just gone, yeah, I've done some runs, it'll be fine. And I got off the catcher training area and I was in shit state. I like I am not, you know, I'm a reasonably fit guy. Uh, I got up there and I was in fucking shit state. Like I was tapping around with the Joes, and I was like off the back in fucking clip. So he'll be like, "Yeah, he'll he'll basically slag me off." How how did I get round to that? But anyway, he's a nice guy. We like him. Hughes, like you said, Hughes actually. I I've, I've remembered. Yeah, Hughes actually soldiered with him, so you know, Hugh, Hugh obviously knows what a diamond geezer he is. But he has a problem with us calling this program Horizon Scan. Oh yeah, that's how we go on to it. Yeah. That's how we go on to it. He has he gets sad. He sends a few sad messages. And if you know Grozy You're divulging now private messages between Grozy and I that he now knows I said to you. Yeah. God, God. So? Okay, Why God. do you care about that? I'm just saying. Everyone's wrecking Reg here. It's fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> go on. Fucking hell. Why do you care? I'm guilty by association for all the things you've just said nasty about him. I'm quite, I'm quite shocked. But are anyway. you, what's, why you're, you're really like, defensive about? Why are you being so defensive about? I'm just go on. Go on. What are you going to say I mean, next? You know, I'm very, very sus- we're going to have to have a chat after this. I'm very suspicious about why you're so, why you're so scared. That yeah, Alexa just kicked in. Shut up, Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Dialing Groves. Yeah. Styling Groves. Yeah, it is dialing Grovesy. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I, I'm very suspicious of why you're so, so concerned that I'm slacking Grovesy. <laughs> I mean, I can play for mana. I'm not even being nasty. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, he has a problem yeah. with his corner horizon scan because we don't scan the horizon. We just talk about the news. Yeah, we've got to call it something. Every now and then we pull something out the fucking out the hat that is, you know, slightly well, forward we are, facing. We do, we do, we are scanning. We're talking about what's going on and what, what might we happen. think could happen a lot of times. Yeah, I think lot, his... Maybe the majority like, of it majority of it is discussion on current events and then only a portion of it is and some some episodes will go without saying anything about where it could lead to and we don't say where it could yeah. lead to but 
the problem is to try and understand or, or see where things may go and go oh fucking hell and see what the issues are with current things based on what it could be it takes a lot of discussion and it takes a lot of brain work that's essentially what we're doing like uh, in these conversations i am thrashing out thoughts in my head and i can't do it on my own i can do it on my own but it only uses so much like the boundaries of what i can achieve in terms of perceptions understanding um you know uh, what you call it uh predictions maybe not predictions you can only do that in your own head to the you know within the confines of what your own experience and knowledge is <laughs> which is why maybe, conversations are so important yeah yeah that's true maybe, maybe we should have called it thinking aloud with sub ATIQs or something like that <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it yeah, is more so, thinking yeah. aloud isn't it let's be honest yeah, yeah. we should have just called it thinking aloud yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think I killed Trump or what? I think he's getting suicided. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Something's going to happen. I mean, 2024 is going to be fucking mental over there. Uh, I think anything is on the table, and that's what's scary. If you told me any, because I, I have a feeling that there are elements within uh, current US. Um, uh, in the current US administration that wouldn't mind a bit of fucking huge unrest like they had during BLM um, because it gives them an excuse to keep all the power so whether they do suicide him whether he fucking dies or whatever whether he goes to prison I don't think it matters the end result is Trump has to get out of the game somehow and when that happens everything melts and I, th I don't think they're concerned about what the melting about the, you know, the ramifications of everything fucking melting I think they're down with that we've got 10 minutes left yeah um, we need to do these the uh, education thing but just quickly do you know what I learned the other day and this is like, slightly off topic but slightly not okay Larry Fink BlackRock yeah. CEO is on the board of the World Economic Forum didn't know that really I didn't know that yet. I'm a moron. Okay. Right? I don't, you know, like okay. if this, if this horizon, if this, if I had not become involved in horizon scan with you, <laughs> right, my life would be significantly happier. My head, I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah. everything's fine, not a problem. Gaz yeah. is mental with his tinfoil hat. No, like, no, it's not the case. Uh, yeah. Anyway, right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, parent for so press release. This caused a stir yesterday or the day before. Um. Uh, press release from the government. Uh, parent first approach. At the, I'm reading this from the government website. Parent first approach at the core of new guidance on gender questioning children. Schools and colleges are told. Schools and colleges told that parents should be involved in decisions affecting their children. <coughs> this is from the DOE. Uh, uh, written by uh, Kemi Badenoch and Gillian Keegan. <coughs> Uh, Department for Education has published comprehensive guidance for teachers on how to best support pupils questioning their gender in schools. This includes requests from pupils for social transition, which can include requests to change pronouns, names and uniform. In response to the complex phenomenon of the increasing number of children questioning their gender, the government has taken the time to carefully and robustly address the challenges and issues involved. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Julian Keegan said, this guidance puts the best interests of all children first, removing any confusion about the protections that must be in place for biological sex and single-sex spaces, and making clear that safety and safeguarding for all children must always be school's primary concern. 
blah, 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 blah. This, uh, so Kemi Badenoch. Is that how you say your name? Badenoch. I do, wouldn't it? Right. This guidance is intended to give teachers and school leaders greater confidence when dealing with an issue that has been hijacked by our activists misrepresenting the law. It makes clear that schools did not have to accept the child's request to socially transition and that teachers or pupils should not be pressured, should not be pressured into using different pronouns. We are also clear how vital it is that parents are informed and involved in a decision to impact their children's lives. Now, Kemi also followed up with this. I don't know where she said it. I saw the quote somewhere. And she basically said that as part, like, I, I'm assuming to follow up on that. She said, basically, uh, people should not be pressured into saying one thing or the other, using, having, basically, having their speech, their freedom of speech coerced into, it's not really free because they have to say these things, for example, yeah. pronouns, right? No, the guiding principles. Let's have a look at this. Um, requests for social transition. The draft guidance clarifies that schools and colleges do not have to and should not accept all requests for social transition. Where a school considers a request, they should take a very cautious approach, including watchful waiting periods and ensuring parents are fully consulted for any decision taken. Uh, okay, in exceptional cases where a request for social transition is agreed, children, teachers or staff at school should not be required to adopt the use of preferred pronouns and there must be no sanction, verbal or otherwise. Where a teacher or child does not adopt the new pronouns, they should use the child's preferred name. School, that's, that's the easy option. That's that. Why is that? That's a no-brainer. I hadn't even thought of that before. The fucking pronoun thing, eliminate it. Just call them by their name. Yeah. <laughs> call them by their name. School should ensure that bullying is never tolerated. Okay, I like this so far. Right, single-sex spaces. Uh, where safety is a consideration, for example, in physical sport or single-sex spaces, the guidance is categoric that it must never be compromised by allowing a child of the opposite sex to participate in those activities or use of facilities. Schools should make sure competitive sport is fair, blah, 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 which will always, which will almost always mean separate sports for boys and girls, especially in older cohorts. Uh, it also reaffirms that single-set schools can refuse to admit pupils of the opposite sex, regardless of whether they are questioning their gender. Uh, engagement. Uh, okay. All right, they're the main things. There's loads of other detail. No, draft, it said draft guidance, right? So what's the next step on this? Yeah, because that's kind of where I'm like, is all, all that sounds right, doesn't it? Okay, so I'm looking at the actual policy. It says, summary, we are yeah. seeking your views on our draft non-statutory guidance for schools and colleges about children questioning agenda. This consultation has been held under the website. The consultation closes at 11.59pm on the 12th of March. Where's the other website? Now, regardless, I like this, okay, because... It, the schools need the guidance. Educators need the guidance a little bit, like majorly need the guidance. Because uh, fuck, it must be a it must be a nightmare being a teacher or a head teacher or an assistant head teacher or anything in the school system at the minute. Must be an absolute night minefield navigating things. Minefield, minefield. What do you think on it? <laughs> well, the the idea that it has to be said that you should consult fucking parents about things that are relevant to your kid. Like, oh yeah, you must tell the parents. That seems fucking insane. Um, that that has to be said. Like, I know from my missus' time as a teacher, that the, one of the biggest problems you've got in education is that more and more responsibility has been passed from parents to the teachers. 
And there are plenty of parents who are quite happy with that, who see schools not as somewhere that's there to teach your kid, you know, the, the traditional subjects or the, just the subjects, but actually to do a lot more parenting and play a lot more, you know, of a role in that. And a lot of parents are quite happy to do that. And it's, it's taken up way more time for teachers. I'm sure there's plenty of teachers who will back us on this. Like, they just want to go in and teach the subject. They don't want to be your, your kid's parents. Like, it's fine to be kind of a role model and a bit of guidance, maybe. But that's not what your job is. Your job's to fucking teach the subject. And that's all parents want. Um, with, with this, obviously, it's draft guidance. So it's not law, is it? So no, if but you the are, feed... yeah, go on, sorry. So if you are a school who thinks differently, if you have, you know, head shed within that school who think differently, they can put, they have a, probably have a good chance of just ignoring it because it's not law, it's just guidance. You know, and it, it, I, I do, it all, it's all in the right direction, but we are very close to an election. You know, and if, if nothing comes in law-wise before that election, not going to happen because we when's know. It, when's that, the election? It's next year, sometime, isn't it? Oh, I think we're, 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 yeah, I think we're due for it next year. Obviously, uh, they can pull it whenever they want. I think we're due for it next year. It's going to be held no later than January twenty twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So we're due for it. So next year, it's just a big fireball everywhere. Uh, in the UK and US. But yeah, if if nothing comes in law-wise prior to the election, then we know that Labour's feelings on this stuff appear to be very different. So it'll just get, it won't matter. So mm-hmm. it could potentially just be people making the right noises. And then Kemi currently is on fire with this stuff. You know, uh, there's a lot, I, I need to look more into it, to be honest, because there's some people who, are just, who don't particularly like it for for reasons and I need to I need to work out what those reasons are um, but she's capable yeah. she's certainly fucking sensible capable so yeah I just I just think it's it's the, a dying government making the right noises to try and save their house um, unfortunately and I think it's too late and I think they just need to fucking die yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's beyond saving uh, kind of where I am on it. So yeah, yeah, I think it's a good thing anyway. Um, just to, just to be uh, opening up the, the conversation debate in terms of uh, common sense. Well, you made that point to me the other day, and I didn't agree with you, did I? I think we agreed it was the right thing. Well, the government tabling something like this means it, it, it means it's more likely to be able to have sensible conversations about the practicalities of certain things. Um, yeah. in schools and elsewhere. You know, that, that's but what it's... I like about it. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that the motivation for doing it is not, as you say, I I, I think yeah. it's partly it. I think it's partly it, but also I think it's partly because it you've got, I think there's massive problems being, being created in the education system because of uh, because of all these issues that have been going on in the last few years. Yeah. And I think that is damaging the quality of the education being given to young people at all levels of the system. Yeah. Um, and uh, and um, and it definitely has been good for it has it definitely has been good for for the 
I don't want to keep saying woke ideology because I'm saying it in a negative way. That it definitely hasn't been good for social acceptance for people who are different to you. Generally, I think. I think. I think. It's definitely with some, with some schools and some ages. I think it's definitely maybe driven pupils, kids, to be more right than they would otherwise have been and less accepting, because they're being they can be extremely dismissive of someone who is different, who, someone who thinks they they want to be a, a boy but they're a girl. They're extremely dismissive of it because they're just frustrated by the whole thing, like adults can be. You know, people people think, fucking hell, anyone else, you know, there are people who literally think anyone who, 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 who wants to exist as a woman, but they're a man, or they, yeah, just take that example, wants to change their sex, think they're all morons. Because it's all for attention, and that's not always the case. There are people, because they always have existed. There are people who they they've uh, more comfortable living life as the opposite, uh, existing as the opposite gender. It's just it's just the case, you know. I think so. I think um, there's been kickback in education in multiple ways, and it's bad in general. But probably the majority of the motivation is the election, like you said. Yeah, I think it's the by the. Um... When you were talking about it, what you just said there, the about sensible conversations, that it, it probably does enable sensible conversations to be had, and op more open conversations in sort of prof in a professional environment, in like institutions and things like that. It probably does there uh, purely because you can say, "Oh, the government has it has my back in some way," and this is being talked about. But you can't. I don't think. Like I said to the other day, I don't think you can pretend that this is the government leading in any way whatsoever because it's not. The street, the street, the general public are way ahead of the government on this stuff. The, the governments are not going, it's okay to feel like this now. This is the government reading the fucking streets for a change and going, fucking hell, we are well behind on this. So far behind. It's really damaging us. We're going to get fucked in the next election because of it. So we're now going to look like we're leading and say things when, in fact, they're not. They're just echoing concerns of the people. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it is. It's, it's a desperate move. But maybe some good will come of it. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. There are some things, there are some things, there are some assertions that are made in that, in that draft guidance that a year ago, six months ago, two years ago, Less than that. If you went on a talk show, or or any public forum, and and gave and someone said, "Oh, what do you think about I don't know uh, using uh, a student's pronouns in school that they want to change their pronouns?" And you said, "I don't think you should have to change. No, don't agree with it. And why can't we just use the name?" Said, "Look, I don't agree with having to force pe language on people. I can help. You would be destroyed for that. You have an odd leg to stand on. Since the draft guidelines has come out, much less likely to happen." Because you were just saying what the authorities are saying. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's like a, a foundation to it there. It's like I yeah, I can say this and no, I'm not sounding crazy. You can't paint me as as a fucking Nazi or whatever, because by the way, the people who are supposed to be the adults in the room and the common sense, they're saying the same thing. Yeah. But of course that'll be undermined because they'll say that the conservatives are basically fucking fascist Nazi fucking scumbags. Yeah. But they're but they're mad they're the mad people who say that. So you just have to ignore the mad people. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, we love freedom of speech, but some people that's also freedom to ignore fucking morons. Yeah, I know. right. Have a nice day. You too.
Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. We've had a few new subscribers, so that's good. Oh, well cool. Good. Yeah, winning. Uh, yeah, as always, drop us a comment. Tell us we're idiots. Grozy, send lots of messages to Hugh. Upset Hugh. <laughs> Love you really. Right. Catch you later on. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye, everybody.